Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. Today we're going to talk about a new tool that we've developed called a brief meeting prep card. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. Please spread the word. We are trying to help people become lean communicators. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And today's topic is going to tackle the need to lower the noise. And meetings are a tremendous source of noise for a lot of people. In fact, just yesterday, I was walking to dinner. I live in a small town in North Carolina, and uh, I was walking to dinner, and I walked by a microbrewery, and there was a guy sitting on a patio who I know. He kind of weighed me down, and we started talking. He's like, I was just in a two-and-a-half-hour meeting today. So I had that conversation with Dwayne, and it was really funny, but it's painful, and this problem just doesn't go away. So we've done podcasts about meeting agenda design. Um, you can look back at other podcast episodes. We have about meetings and how to make them better, to refresh your memory and to hone your skills, how to prepare for a meeting, how to design a meeting agenda, what to do after a meeting. But specifically today, we're going to talk about a tool and that tool will really help you avoid a lot of the issues that make meetings bad in the first place, which is there's no way of organizing it. So I like to talk about meetings like they're a dinner party and this is like having no menu and no plan and no structure. It's just chaos. So what I would like to, to do today is just to go through, you know, certainly some of the issues in meetings and how this particular tool helps you um, fix them, really. Now, to jump to the, to the conclusion here and, and what I'd like you to do, if you go to the, our website, thebrieflab.com, there's a resources section, and in the resources section, you'll see a lot of things you can download. We have white papers, and we have um, excerpts from the books, and we have summaries of the podcast episodes, all resources for you, infographics, reference documents. Well, if you look there, in that resources section, you will see um, the, um, a tool for a, a brief meeting prep card. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So you can download that and you can walk through. So I'm imagining right now you have it with you, but if you don't, I'll describe it anyways and you'll still understand. So to navigate this tool, what you really have is it's two pages. So the, the, the it's a worksheet and on the front of the sheet is a brief map, but around the brief map are some um, additional questions and things, areas to fill out. And on the flip side, page two of the, of the worksheet is just where you can fill in notes and there's further instructions. So it's it's kind of getting your mind ready to start building the agenda. So uh, nice worksheet on the back side, but on the front side, you'll see a brief map on the uh, two thirds of the pages, a brief map. And then a third of the page to the left are a series of kind of questions and things you need to fill in. So let me just walk you through them. Number one is there's about seven points that I'm going to go through today. So number one is the type of meeting. So if a meeting is like a dinner party, what kind of food are you serving? Is this French cuisine? Is it Mexican? Is it barbecue? Is it, um, you know, what's the type of meeting? What's the type of food? What's the type of event? So meetings are primarily for discussion and decision, not just disseminate information. So they're active conversations. So are you having a meeting to update? Are you having a meeting to plan? 
Is it a planning meeting? Is it an alignment meeting? Getting people on the same page? Is it a decision, a brainstorm, et cetera? So in that part of the meeting type, you would circle one or more of the types of meetings so that you get clear of your intent. The second thing you need to define is what is the core objective? What do you want to accomplish in the meeting so you'll have an opportunity in 10 words or less to briefly capture what do you want to get done? And you've got to make that statement really work for you because it can't be generic. It can't be vague. It can't be weak. What is the core objective? That's the second question. The third issue is attendees, starting with the meeting leader. Who's leading the meeting? Now, you can change this around. It might be you know, Bob's meeting or Sarah's meeting, but week to week, if you have weekly meetings, you can change the leader, the leader of the meeting. And I would highly recommend you do that. So the first question is who's leading the meeting? And then the second question that's related to it is who are the attendees or the participants and what is their role? And when you do that, you can start to weed out people that really don't need to be there and identify people that actually do need to be there. And you write a list of your participants, okay? So don't just invite people to make them feel good. What is who you're inviting and, and why do they need to be there? What is their what is their role in the meeting? So that's the third question. Um, the fourth question is you fill out is, is a very simple one. It's I, I, I joke about this. Is if this takes you more than a minute, you shouldn't be having a meeting at all, which is defining your risk. If you don't meet at all, what risk do you run? And you need to answer that question. You'll fill that in, okay? If we don't meet at all, we won't be able to have authority to spend money or the project deadline will be delayed or whatever that risk is. You need to state that in clear and simple terms. It's different than the core objective. It's the risk you run if the meeting got canceled. So that's the, that's the fourth thing. And the fifth thing as we go down this list is actually the agenda itself. So in the in this um, box number four, the brief of this brief meeting prep tool on the brief map, the information box is topic, person, and time. So you're going to put a bunch of bullet points, and you're going to you're going to define what topic you are are you addressing, in what order, who's leading the topic, or pe- pe- person or people, and how much time are you allotting for that topic. So you'll do that topic, person, time, bullet point, another one, topic, person, time, and you'll create a short list. What I highly recommend in that part of the worksheet is you just add it up. You add it up. And then when you do that, you go to box, um, there's a box that says minimum, maximum time. You start to define the time. This meeting should take at least 30 minutes, but no longer than 45 or 45 to an hour. But you shouldn't just say it's an hour. Okay, so you may want your meeting to be shorter and you'll have two, two parts of a meeting. You break them in parts. I, I really recommend people not having meetings longer than an hour, hour and a half max. It's They're just too long. So if you have meetings that are two and a half hours, like my friend Dwayne, I highly recommend you make those two meetings. Fewer people and make them shorter. Okay, so that's, that's, that's point number six. And then... Um, Point number, point number seven is, but we just call it like a minimum definition of success. So now that you know how long the meeting's gonna uh, last, you intend it to last, kind of like the dinner party, you know, you're not gonna have a dinner party for seven, seven hours, right? It was not gonna be 17 minutes, so it'll, it'll last a certain amount of time. You state um, what's your minimum definition of success. So what is, low, it's lowering the bar. So in 45 minutes, we will at least get what done. And when you do that, and you fill that box, it, it, it's okay. So if you derail or somebody um, changes the subject or which people do in meetings or it doesn't go as well as you thought, at least you get something done. And the analogy that I've used before in the past and I use continuously is 
like a dinner party, if you if you burn all the food, you know, at least what can you give them? You know, n- nachos or chips, potato chips and soda, whatever. Like what beer? Like what what is at least that you're you're never going to walk away empty-handed? So you create your minimum definition of success. So as you go through a, the the preparation, this doesn't take that long. Actually, it could take about five minutes to do this. I highly recommend you do it in quiet. And if you're not the leader of the meeting, just volunteer to do it. If you don't, if you don't like the way the meeting is run, I would download the tool and then just go through the questions. Now, I've just given you an overview, so I'm going to go over it again. Now, if you flip the, the worksheet over and you're on the second page, you'll see on the header, it'll say worksheet prep notes and then flow. On the left side, it'll say flow. And on the right side, it'll say worksheet prep notes. So let me just walk you through some of the prompts that the worksheet has starts with time. How much time do we really need to achieve our core goal? Am I rounding up to an hour by default or design? When it comes to time, don't guess. Know how much time you need. Don't just default before you've even even designed the agenda. So that's time in the flow. The second is type. You know, Meetings are primarily for discussion and decision. Are we using the meeting to disseminate information only? If that's the case, maybe we can do it in a different format. Maybe we can send out an email with a bunch of notes or a PowerPoint slide. Or if you use Microsoft Team or Slack or these other collaboration tools, you can create a channel and disseminate information on that. So if it's if people aren't really going to do a lot of talking, maybe that's that's the right fo- that's the wrong form. And then you define the type, right? Is it a, pl- a planning meeting? Is it a decision meeting? Is it a brainstorm, etc.? So then you, you get the type. Attendees, you start thinking, who am I going to invite to the party? I hear this all the time. The right people aren't there. The wrong people are there. You've got to start thinking about attendees. Who's coming and why do they need to be there? Are there too many or too few? You know, you get these rooms filled with people. It's very, very difficult to facilitate and lead a really effective meeting if you have too many people in the room. You start thinking of the setting. Maybe the room is wrong. The room is too big. It's too small. It's too loud. It's full. Maybe you should do an off-site meeting. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere quieter. Different venue. Um, you know, if it's a decision, is the decision maker there? Now, this sounds so obvious, but there's a lot of meetings where, like, you didn't invite the decision maker and you're surprised that you're not making decisions or you have takes 10 meetings to get to a decision. Well, you might need to have two meetings. One is to come up with a, you know, some recommendations, meeting one, and then meeting two, bring the decision maker and present those courses of action to the decision maker. But invite them, invite her, make sure they're there. So that's attendees. Preparation. So what do you want people to do before they come to a meeting? If everybody's just showing up to your dinner party empty-handed and it's you know a potluck dinner, that's not good. So if you have a meeting, is there anything you can give people in advance and not five minutes in advance? You know, give it to them with plenty of time for them to read it. Build it into the agenda that they, if they didn't do it, maybe you have some quiet time in the beginning of the meeting. You put a little buffer time. You're like, did everybody read the prep material? No. Okay, we'll give you five minutes of quiet. And if you've read it, you can check your email or do something else. But if you haven't, get everybody gets in the right mindset. They're all prepared. They're ready for the discussion. They're all on the same page. So that's how do you want them? Is there like a pre-read? And then when you're getting into the agenda itself, these some considerations about building the agenda are really, really important. Um, 
to read the agenda items, those bullet points, these things that you're going to talk about. Maybe they're two things. Maybe they're five. I don't know. But they need to be in the right order. Maybe you had a meeting a couple weeks ago. Maybe the first bullet point is let's recap the last discussion in where we landed in what has happened since then. And then you go, okay, well, what would happen next? Again, like a party, it's like there's a sequence. People come, you have appetizers, et cetera. There's a, you know, then you have main course, dessert. Things happen in an order. Same thing in a meeting. So this is where you actually have to build out the bullet points. Be realistic. Give people enough time. Make sure you know who's leading each section. Change it up. One person shouldn't be talking the whole time. That's an indicator that the meeting's not designed well. Give other people a chance to speak and tell them that they're speaking. So it's like pass the microphone around. Don't hog the microphone. It's super important that if you want to have, you know, an inclusive, diverse perspective on a topic, if one person's talking about it all the time, it's very, very difficult to do that. So in the agenda design, make sure that those topics and more importantly, the people that are leading them and the time that you give them are adequate. Okay. And then finally, personalities. Like, look at the personalities. You have different personalities in meetings. You might have the person who's the dominator. You might have the quiet person. You might have the joke teller, um, the multitasker, the derailer. Um, we've developed this really cool uh, placemat that we haven't finished yet, but it'll 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 be be it'll be sent in. We're developing a, a, a course called Brief Meeting Facilitation, and we've just introduced it. You know, if you need more information, just send an email to info at thebrieflab.com. But brief meeting facilitation is a one or two day course teaching people how to lead meetings. And this, this tool is prominent, this brief meeting prep tool. When we send out all the, 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 the materials for that course, we have a, a box, a brief box that we've designed. And in there, there's a, there's a laminated placemat. And on the flip side, there's this really cool um, illustrations or caricatures of meeting personality, meeting personality types, the joke teller, the derailer, the detailer, the multitasker, you know, maybe you're one or all of those uh, personalities, you see them in your meetings. If you have a person who's the naysayer or negative person, don't invite them. I mean, I want diverse perspectives, but you don't want people in a meeting that, that will kill conversation. You don't want that. So that's the um, brief meeting prep card. It's a wonderfully simple and practical tool that we've made for you, by the way, to help lower all the noise created by bad meetings in your organization. So you might want to check it out. Just saying. 